Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode 421, Out of the Mouth of Babes. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. My name is Joshua Rivers. I'm going to be a father again, and I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. And in the words of Annie Dufresne from Shawshank Redemption, get busy living or get busy dying. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I share a lesson I learned from my daughter. For today's fun fact, I'd like to share some Shawshank Redemption goofs. I tend to like to be able to see and find out some of the different quote-unquote mistakes that are made in movies and they make it to the final box office production and so here's a couple from Shawshank Redemption federal income taxes were due on March 15th in the 1940s not April 15th as they are today and in the movie Shawshank Redemption Andy helped to be able to fill some of those out and they pointed out that it was April 15th. Another one is that the stamp used by the parole officers in 1947 prints in the Havelica font, which was not invented until 1957. I don't know how many people actually catch that, but interesting to note. Then also, when they were on the roof during the tar job in either 1949 or 1950, Andy tells Hadley that the IRS allows a gift to a spouse tax-free. At that time, the IRS was known as the Bureau of Internal Revenue. It did not become known as the IRS until the 1950s. Then the next one here is when the warden says that the roof of the license plate factory needs resurfacing, the boom mic can be seen reflected in the left side of both eyes of his glasses. And so those are just a couple. There's definitely a lot more. I got those from the IMDB page for Shawshank Redemption. So a lot of interesting facts, at least to me. By the way, an additional fun fact is that this episode 421 is released on April 21st, which is 421. This is the pattern for each of the episodes this week. Speaking about the other episodes this week, this is your chance to be part of the Friday Forum, and I would love for you to be part of it. The Friday Forum is your opportunity to share what you've learned so that other listeners and I can learn from you. It could be a message as short as 30 seconds or several minutes long. It really doesn't matter as long as it's something that will benefit others. You can participate in the Friday Forum by visiting our feedback page or by calling our voice feedback line at 304-837-2278. So here's what I learned yesterday. I enjoy spending time with my in-laws. I know that's countercultural in today's society, but my wife's family is great. We all live within about an hour of each other, so we try to get together periodically. Holidays, OU and Packer football games, and birthdays. Some think that we get together too much, but if nothing else, it's an excuse to be able to have cake and probably eat way too much. Birthdays are generally spread out pretty well throughout the year, and there are a few that we combine because they fall in the same month, but we like to keep the kids' birthdays separate if possible. And usually this isn't a problem, but we do have issues in March and April. We have four birthdays, March 5th, March 31st, April 1st, and April 8th. One is for my niece, one's for my mother-in-law, one is for my daughter, and the other is for my wife. Because of the ever-expanding schedules of each family 
and the random placement of Easter each year, it can sometimes get complicated to try to plan the parties without overloading everyone. And this year, it just wasn't going to work out to be able to keep them all separate. So my wife, daughter, and mother-in-law were going to combine and have just one celebration. This means less cake and ice cream, but that's probably better for my bathroom scale. By the beginning of March, we set the date for Sunday, April 2nd. Everything was in place. Presents were bought. Cakes were ordered. We even decided to postpone our Easter icon in that yard to that day in order to reduce the number of get-togethers in a short amount of time. Then I got a call from my brother on March 26th. My grandma was in the hospital and she was unresponsive. It turns out that she had a hip surgery a while back and had refused to follow up the plan for physical therapy. And as a result, she developed a blood clot in her leg. The only options that the hospital had were either to amputate her leg in order to stop the clot, which she wouldn't survive the surgery in her condition, or to do nothing, allowing the clot to go either to her heart or to her brain. Neither option was good, so the family was called in. I live about 900 miles away, so I couldn't do much at that time except for wait and pray. She passed the next day on Sunday. On Monday, funeral plans were made and the service would be held that Saturday, which was also the same day that the birthday parties were planned. There was no question that I was going to travel for the funeral. My wife was unable to go due to her work schedule and things like that, so the question was with the kids. Do they stay home and go ahead and have the party on Saturday, or do they go with me to the funeral? We gave them the choice. My daughter was turning seven, but she might as well be turning 37 with the maturity that she displayed. After she and my son contemplated the pluses and minuses of each choice, she said that she would cancel her birthday party and go to the funeral. How many seven-year-old kids would choose to cancel a birthday party in order to see a weird extended family members that they hardly knew? Well, my wife and I were so proud of her that we went out to one of her favorite places before we hit the road as a mini birthday celebration. Yes, we did plan to postpone the party rather than cancel it outright, but we wanted to do something right away. Not only did we reward her selflessness, but my family heard what she did and celebrated her birthday while we were there in Wisconsin. Twice. It wasn't much, but she felt so special for it. Here's what I learned. You can learn from anyone. It doesn't matter if you're the child or you're the parent, the student or the teacher, the employee or the boss. You can learn from those around you. I also learned that it pays to be selfless. No, there won't always be rewards or parties that people notice your selfless act, but God is keeping record and will reward you someday. If not here on earth, it'll be in heaven. By the way, this is the second time my daughter postponed her birthday to benefit somebody else. She did a similar thing last year so we could throw a surprise party for my mother-in-law's 60th birthday. I'm Joshua Rivers, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. It's that time of year again for podcast awards, and we need your help to nominate stuff I learned yesterday, as well as the other Golden Spiral Media podcasts. Go to goldenspiralmedia.com slash podcast awards. Daryl has all the details about how to do this. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts 
and facebook.com slash golden spiral media. Join the Stuff I Learned Yesterday Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Stuff I Learned Yesterday. To subscribe to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, visit goldenspiralmedia.com slash subscribe. If you've enjoyed this episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I would be grateful if you leave a review in iTunes.